Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grave podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane James. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. Now, on the show today, we are chatting about who and what makes us laugh. <laughs> it is good to laugh, according to Lillian. <laughs> Plus, Jane Fonda workouts, health challenges and immortality, changing names, not rooms, and the day Victoria Wood came to Ambridge. Um, the other day about Lillian, my character in The Archers. And actually, what robust health she has, considering, you know, that she smokes and she drinks a bit like a fish, really, doesn't she? She does. Uh, yeah, she but smokes quite, heavily. You know, she's quite fit. She's, she's still very energetic. But of course, she does swim. She's a very good swimmer, you know. She's uh, supposed to be a really good swimmer. And of course, horsewoman. Yeah, so... Do you Maybe think- those counteract the gin and the, the, the fags, possibly. So should we have been swimming and horse riding? For Possibly we should. And, of course, there'll be lots of years. sex, won't there, for Lillian? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, physical... Oh, and I won't say that. Yes. Um, well, maybe that's what keeps her maybe fit. That's what, maybe, yeah. listeners, that's what we should all be doing to keep us fit. <laughs> and, of course, there's Ruby, isn't there? The dog walking. Um, but I was thinking about it the other day. I thought, oh, that's quite interesting. She's... Uh, I wonder if she ever has her down moments, I thought. But I don't think she does. Uh, well, lucky her, because I think between you, me, and our partners, we have had a shocking catalogue of ill health, haven't we? We have between we? us. We have. Um, we have four cancers mm. for a start. Mm. Uh, now, yeah, you know, my husband's winning the cancer stakes at the moment because he's mm. had two. Mm. Um, mm. But it's and, it's and you, of course, yourself, and, me, and my and my partner, and your Sue. partner Sue. Mm. So. To have this sort of seventy-five-year-old woman with never mm. a cough—it's mm. um, it, she's mm. a very, very, very lucky woman. She is. Uh, could be could be the Jane Fonda workouts that she does, of course, <laughs> couldn't it? <laughs> well, we've done none of these things, and we this haven't. might be why. Um, but mm. it has—we laugh about it, but it's mm. not been easy to live with, mm. has it? Mm. And it, when it happens, you know, it rocks your world, doesn't it? It it uh, takes the rug out from underneath your feet, and you can't quite believe what's happened and uh yeah and, and normally with with any of them you you're launched very quickly into treatment and and everything takes on a huge but you're still trying to cope with the shock of what's happened as well it is a massive shock i mm. i remember when nick was diagnosed with his cancer which is a really nasty one um it just felt like my future had fallen away and i was mm. standing on the edge of an abyss and i mm. couldn't I couldn't even begin to think about what was going to happen next week even, let alone next month or next year. Mm. It was... And as you say, at the same time, you then have to become an expert on this disease Mm. that you'd never heard of Mm. 10 days ago. Mm. Um, And you're suddenly caught up in a whole process of scans and Mm. treatments and choices because Mm. there are choices to be made now Mm. um and i i think it's four years four years now since nick was diagnosed and obviously Mm. sue's cancer a lot lot longer 25 years ago Mm. isn't it Mm. um but i I still covid hasn't helped i still find that i miss the certainty i used to have about life 
Yes. Do you find that? Absolutely. And I remember when Sue was first diagnosed, which, you know, she was in her 50s. I mean, for a long time after that, very, very well, actually, the treatment was fine. So we had many years, you know, when everything was absolutely fine. Um, but I do remember when she was first diagnosed thinking life will never be the same. No. And and uh, because it is about suddenly immortality. Prior um, to that, you know, you yes, things happen, but... Um, you know you bounce along from situations so you know there's everything to look forward to and then that that possibility of things not you know going quite the way that you thought and um yeah it's and you but you, but as you say you're galvanized into action you you have to because of treatments and you're looking for information about whatever the particular cancer is or the particular illness is so there's there's a sort of strange juxtaposition and you you're still in shock but you're galvanized into action and and it, it's it's a i felt like i was in a different universe really yeah. And then eventually things settle not that you accept it but things settle i suppose it's after the initial mm. shock isn't it but um but definitely for me, you know, I remember thinking, mm, life now ne never will be the same. And how did we get to this point? And yeah. um, almost waiting for the next thing to happen, whereas before yeah. I never even thought about that. You yeah, know? and that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? I think once you've had that kind of diagnosis, every headache or mm. twinge mm. or whatever, mm. the first thought is, is this the cancer comeback? Mm. Mm. Because... As you say, you've lost that concept of immortality, which mm. was such a lovely, lovely thing mm. to have. Mm. And mm. it's it, it it's one of the ways that we can go through life feeling positive, isn't mm. it? By mm. pretending mm. that we're that we by ignoring the fact that we are in fact mortal and not immortal. Mm. Mm. And I do miss that. I mm. do miss that mm. that feeling that everything's fine mm. and that we've got many years ahead of mm. us. Mm. Mm. I mean, he's very well. Mm. He's he's mm. he's very well. Mm. Mm. Um, he's fitter than most men twenty years younger than mm. him. But then, you know, you thought you were through all that, and then, yeah. you know, you suddenly discovered that there was another cancer, and he simply found that because you know he was hoovered yes. so well, so much, you know, with the original cancer. So it it was like, oh my goodness gracious, now what's happened? Yeah, I, that know. that is the thing that once you've had a cancer, particularly in this case a blood cancer, they scan the bejesus out of you. So mm. he's had fantastic treatment, mm. you know, I'm not complaining about that at all. Mm. And they do spot things mm. very early, which is terrific. But it does mean that there have been a lot of things to spot, which, you know, he may have had all his life, or yeah. we know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they may be things that that wouldn't be causing any trouble for many years to come but it makes sense to sort them out once mm. they're spotted mm. Mm. it's a it's a very 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 strange thing and of course mm. with covid we all lost everybody lost certainty then because all the things that we knew were true mm. about life which is it's lovely to hug people and it's great to go you know to go and see stuff at the cinema mm. or whatever mm. all of those things suddenly became not true at all absolutely and and you know it, uh, when will things get back to normality, whatever normality? But you know, and that's about certainty and and being able to plan, isn't it? Yeah. And look forward to things. It, COVID just because every, every time you thought, oh, we're through that, something else mm. would rear its head or another. And um, 
And of course, we were all sitting, you know, for a while. We're a bit blasé about it now because, you know, we we have the jabs, don't we? But I mean, for a long time, we were sitting there having no protection whatsoever. Yeah. And that was very, very scary. Um, mm. Feeling very exposed, weren't we? Mm. Um, and being and, and you particularly, you know, because uh, um, Nick, having had the cancer, you had to be so careful, didn't you? About well, I think, I think you said before you you didn't go out for about was it twelve, fourteen weeks? Something That's like right, that. Yeah, because be he, so careful. he didn't, and then we found he didn't have the antibodies. That's right. So, That's right. You know, I, I do plan things a bit further ahead mm. now, but mm. um, it, it, it's an uncomfortable thing. Mm. That mm. I suppose it's inevitable again, inevitable thing about getting older that we mm. we do have to confront that we mm. may not be here for another fifty years, mm. and that's yeah, you know, that's not always easy. No. I, I, what, do, you, do you think you've developed strategies to deal with that? Way ways of of coping with it all, um, positive ways. Yeah, I have got a couple of ways. I, I, counseling has been brilliant, so mm. I haven't. Really, really, really good counsellor, and she has, um, uh, yeah, she's been a lifesaver. Really, it, it's it's helped me no end to talk through mm. what I'm afraid of, mm. and it's it's difficult to confront what you're afraid of when you're frightened. Mm. I well, I'm saying you, me. Mm. It's difficult no, it for me to mm. do that, mm. but she's helped me to do it, mm. and that's been that's uh, that. Uh, that's been a real lifesaver. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Same, really. Actually, mm. I mean, ironically, um, curiously, yes. Um, Cancelling also. Um, although over the years, probably a little bit like you as well, I've done counselling on and off at different mm. times, and I've always found it incredibly helpful. I mean, I think we should all, really, all of us have have a counsellor, shouldn't we, really, yeah. to, to go to once a week, just to offload, to say things, yeah. because it does help. I mean, it, it, it really, really does. Um, puts things into perspective as well, yeah. I think, if you get a good counsellor. Um, and it's your time. It's your time just to be with yourself and not, not be feeling, oh, my goodness, you know, I can't offload to chum or whatever, to just say what you want. And it's healing. It is really healing. And I always feel I can take a big breath and I can go out and I can deal with whatever. But another thing I for me uh was with with because we've had with sue you know um various illnesses um after the cancer there's been always something mm. you know it's always what next have had to develop a, a sort of slight mentality of right seize the day yes you know just take take the day for what it is because you never know what's around the corner we've had a few corners you know where we've turned around and thought, oh blimey we're in a cul-de-sac again here but i think it's it's just enjoying what you can enjoy and adapting yeah. um you know because with us uh, sue's health has not you know has changed um um and become a bit more limiting in certain ways but i try and be optimistic and positive it doesn't always happen of course because you get a bit low every now and again but mm. I think, right, well, what we can do, you know, we, yeah. we can still do stuff. We can still yeah. enjoy stuff. We just got to adapt a bit yeah. um, to the situation. And how, how can we do that? If I get tired from doing a lot, I get a bit overwhelmed by it. Mm. But, you know, I try and pace myself. That's something else that I've learned. But then sort of COVID sort of did that, really, because yeah. we were suddenly forced into lockdown, weren't we? Yeah, then we had to... We had to slow down we had to you know yeah. and i think a lot of us thought my goodness gracious um we've all been hurtling at life and yeah. not having time to to smell the the roses you know yeah. and it made us it's forced us didn't yeah. it into that it, i think you're right this is really really good advice to look at what you what you can do not what you can't do mm. and that mm. 
you know, that's excellent. And the other thing that I do is listen to things that make me laugh. Yes. So Absolutely. I, uh, one of my particular favourites is Count Arthur Strong's oh, character created by Steve Delaney. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And I've got some of his CDs and I just listen yeah. to those when I feel down. And yeah. he just makes me crack up. He's yeah. only got to say St Anne's Jombulance. And I'm just... <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> and You're I'm gone. gone. Yeah. So, and, and it's good to laugh. You yeah, know, it's yeah, healing yeah. to laugh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you know? what a great talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and one of the things that, um, I mean, I've got so many people like you that make us laugh, but, you know, I think about Julie Walters and that wonderful sketch she did with Victoria with the two soups sketch. Oh, that was And any time I see that, no matter how many yeah. times, I just crease up. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, mo- it's things like that, isn't it? And just sort of really, really, really help um, hugely. Um, and I think uh, Celia, Imri, Celia Imri, who's in that sketch, I think she said, because they didn't know um, exactly what she was going to do. I mean, it mm. was like in the script, Julie Walters come in with two bowls of soup. Yeah. And she was just so, un- they thought, well, she just walked through the door with it, spill it. But of course, no, she created this whole pantomime, didn't she? That with walk the she did was And incredible. the time, that's what Celia yeah, yeah. Imri said, it was the time it took. Yeah. And she said her lip was blooded by the end of it because she was trying to... Laugh, oh, not laugh. going on impossible it was so funny yeah it was absolutely it's a, it's a brilliant brilliant sketch but yeah. she is somebody that makes me laugh because yeah. she's so brave she's so pantomimic with everything that she does and brave characterizations and she's she's not afraid to be gross is she she's not afraid no, to no, well no mrs overall mrs. in mrs overall in acorn antiques you know absolutely wonderful yeah. and you know yeah, you've only got to think of it and you smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Victoria Wood in general, I think. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. There's this one... Do you know that laundrette sketch where there's a woman sort of folding um, underwear or whatever in, in a laundrette and she mm-hmm. just gets this dreamy expression in her face and she looks into the mid-distance and you think it's a big romantic moment and then she goes, I remember when pants were yes. pants. You wore them for yes. twenty years, then you yes. cut them up for pan scrubs. It's just genius, it's, isn't it? I know, I know. Absolute genius. It's you know that that kind of she's just managed to capture that madness and silliness of some of that northern humour as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she just yeah captures it so brilliantly because she came to the arches. You know, she 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 wrote some scenes for comic relief in two thousand thirteen because she was quite an arches fan, and I was lucky enough to be in. Um, some of the episodes you met her then oh i met her yeah oh my God. but you know we were talking i think it was in the in another episode you know about um confidence and mm. how you can meet well-known people and you think oh my god they wouldn't want to speak to me but she she and then turning it on the head and saying well how do they feel in that mm. situation and she was very shy was she? and we were all sitting in the green room there must have been about 13 or 14 of us i mean we were I was desperate to meet her. But we were all sitting there. It wasn't, it's not a huge, big room. And then she appeared, you know, seeing us all. I think that must have been quite daunting. And she sort of sidled in and sat really quiet. And um, it was Buffy um, uh, uh, and I. Um, and uh, we sort of, nobody was giving her a cup of coffee. They'd obviously come in. She had a PA or something. Nobody came up with it and said, would you like a cup of coffee or anything like that? And we said, 
you think we should ask if she wants a cup of coffee? And I think, well, I think we should. So we just went up to her bravely and said, w- w- would you like a cup Good of coffee? And you. she was so shy. She said, oh, I'd love one, please. Aww. And, you know, and suddenly, she is normal, isn't she? She is yeah. just completely human. And she was very shy and overwhelmed in this situation because, of course, for her, she was seeing all these actors that she'd listened to on radio for such a long time, yeah. all these voices, these characters that she loved. But um, she was delightful. And we... Um, and she created for Lillian, you know, Lillian's favourite drink is a G&T and, and for Lillian it was a V&T, a Vimto and Tonic. And I sort of treasure that one. Great lines. And then um, the scene that Buffy, oh, sorry, Buffy plays Jolene in The Archers. Yeah. And she and I had a scene that Victoria had written for us in The Ball. And uh, Victoria wanted to come in with us and uh, be, be Spot. And Spot is the person that does, um, you, you know, she's your hands in the scene. She'll pick up the beer or she'll, she'll pull the pints or something like mm-hmm. that. And she wanted to do that. And oh. she came and she didn't know what she was doing at all. And I have this wonderful image of Buffy and I, either side of the microphone, and Victoria in the middle saying, what do I do? I thought, this is the great Victoria Wood, you know. Yeah. And it was, it's a wonderful moment. But she... Um, very funny woman, but she was quite shy. I mean, she was, I think, pretty exacting when you worked with her. I could imagine. You know, she knew what she wanted. But um, just ordinarily, I think she was quite quite a shy lady. But she made me not. I mean, she oh. is. So, and such a sad loss, eh? Oh, definitely. You know, really, um, some of these things ought to be available on the NHS, don't you think? Because, mm. because it does make a difference. Mm. You know, we just sort of, we're sitting here talking about these sketches mm. and we're sort of giggling away to yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Um, because... And how fantastic, what a legacy to leave to the world. Yeah. Things that can make people laugh when they're, in the, when they're feeling really, really low. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, yeah. it's a wonderful, wonderful gift. Yeah, you're right, it should be on the NHS. Who else makes you laugh? Um, oh, well, there's um, two Ronnies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the two brilliant. Ronnies. So clever. Yeah, yeah, Four Candles. Four Candles. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a great one. Um, oh, Morecambe and Wise. Mor- oh, Morecambe and Wise. Morecambe and Wise. Yes. And they st- they'd stand the test of time, don't they? These yeah, things. Oh, they do. They so, do. They you do. know, just silly. It's it's kind of a universal humour. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's uh, most of the people we've mentioned have been northern, haven't they? I suppose they have, really. Yeah, because you're northern, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's that. And of course, Victoria would. You know, Pat Routledge with that wonderful character of Kitty, Kitty that, yes. that, that Victoria created. Yeah. You know, it's that northern sort of Alan Bennett type of. Of humour, love Alan um, But you're very good at writing all that. You're you're a Victoria Wood. Oh, bless no, you, you are. God, but your humour is, oh. you know, it's the same observation. Ooh, I'm a hot flush now. No, but it is. It's the same observation. I mean, and I've done shows of yours. You know, we we have one, don't mm. we? Um, which is it's called Dorothy. And I mean, the one I love just you can hear the audience just howls of laughter, the gales of laughter, because you just hit it. You've just hit the nub of it, just like with. Um, with Victoria it, it, It's about the rhythms of yeah. speech, isn't mm. it? And there's mm. just something about... I mean, I'm not, I'm not a northerner, at least I don't count this one to you, because I'm from the Midlands, I'm from Birmingham. So, uh, But that's the kind of humour. But you've got a good humor. ear and you've picked that up. It's the humour that I, that yeah. I love and those, yeah. those speech rhythms, which are very different yeah. to... I've mean, you know, been hugely funny people. Linda mm. Smith, another person who was mm. taken far too, yeah, far too early. You know, she's, yeah. she's a southerner with wonderful, wonderful, wonderful... Yeah similar gift for rhythms of speech mm. but yeah those sorts of things do make me laugh mm. and people who are quick i love you know lee mack he's so oh, he's quick, very quick isn't he i he's mean he's quick, quick as a flash i mean it says to me he's, he's got some retort and you're sort of rolling around and um but then i'd love somebody like bob mortimer who's who's got a different sort of humor because he's just bonkers isn't he is he? bonkers when he's on would, would i uh, what's it called would i like would i, I like to you 
Mm. We just can't wait to see what he's going to come up with. And plus some of the bonkers stuff he comes up with, quite a lot of it is actually true, isn't it? Yeah, yes. And you can't believe it. Really incredible tale of sitting in a car seat on the kitchen table doing his own dentistry. Do you remember? Yes. Yes. Filling his own teeth or something. And it was just like so completely bonkers that you knew it couldn't be true. And then it turned out it was. It was, you know. Just extra. but I love uh, is it the, the the one that he does with Paul Whitehouse um, the, the fishing program that, I've not seen that oh I think you'd love it do you yeah because they they're so funny with each other they're such good friends and they take the pee out of each other so much but then you get lovely moments when they they descend into really heartfelt conversations because obviously they both had heart conditions which is the reason that they did it oh, in the first place right? I didn't know that they both had really heart, bad heart conditions and I think. Um, Paul Whitehouse has always been a great fisherman, and he said to you know to Bob Mortimer, "Look, this is a really relaxing way. Come with me. Let's do some fishing." Um, and I think they thought they did one series. They thought, "Well, you know," but I think it's about series six now. It's a very cleverly produced program, and oh. there's a lot of mixture, and it's lovely. All the different rivers down around the country, and the different. Um, you know, fish that are, are famous in the particular rivers and then Bob Mortimer always makes them a very healthy meal wherever they stay. It's just lovely. See, I thought it was about fishing and I wasn't very interested in fishing, so yeah, I've no, never no, seen no. it. It's part of it, um, but it's 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 really about what the fishing does uh, in terms, oh, of, in terms the of internal relaxation. Yeah, and being out yeah. in nature and all that kind but of... But they talk about some really nature. lovely heartfelt things, but then it's also funny at the same time, just because they're funny men and they're funny with each other. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, uh, comedy okay. though. Comedy, I'll, I'll, comedy, I'll comedy, add that, comedy. Add that to my list then. Yeah. And um, but that, yes. if there's a lot of series, then I've got I've got quite a few hours catching up to do, haven't quite I? A few hours, yes, and lovely music. Always do. anyway, different kinds of music. But mm. no, people who make you love. And of course, a lot of people. Um, you know, I tell you something else. I really like film stars. Cary Grant. Yeah. You know, people like that. Steve oh, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty Davis. All that lot. You know. Yeah. Really lovely. But I was listening to um, a documentary about. Cary Grant the other day, and I hadn't realised he came from Bristol. Originally. No, yes, he I mean, he's American, wasn't he? He was. He went to America. He had a pretty awful childhood, and he he, he became a circus entertainer. But anyway, sorry, hang on, start no, again. Cary Grant Cary came Grant. from Bristol and was yeah, a circus yeah, entertainer. Yeah, that's how he went over. He joined a circus troupe, so he no. was doing high wire and all. Yeah, extraordinary. Cary Grant was a high wire actor yeah, in a circus. Yeah, 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 and that was how he went to the states. And um, but the other thing that I discovered was his <sighs> name. He yeah. had an extraordinary name, um, which I do remember, which was Archibald Alec Leach. That was what he was christened. Archibald Alec Leach. So you'd Leach. want to change your name. You would want you? to change your name. Archie you? Leach isn't quite and the join, same thing. You couldn't really join the circus if you called Archibald Leach, could you? You couldn't really. So, no, oh. Cary Grant, so extraordinary name, eh? It is an Archie. extraordinary name. Oh, Archie. Archie Leach. But, yeah, changing names. Yeah, you well, see. you changed your name, didn't you? I did change my Cause name. Because when I met you, you were, you were not Sonny Ormond. I wasn't. I was Blodwin <laughs> Postelthwaite. No, I was uh, I, a good old northern name, Patricia Wainwright. Yeah. And I say it in a, in a rather sort of um, elegant way there, but it was always our Bart. Yeah, hey, you were Bart, always Bart. Come here, come here, Bart. Mm-hmm. And I never really... <laughs> Liked it terribly much. Um, although my parents, of course, called me that. But I, I, I uh, yes, I had an opportunity after I'd been an actor for about four or five years um, to change my name. And um, I, and this really the story with the Sunny is that my um, my great grandmother was called Anne Allman, and I always thought that was a rather lovely name. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was very much into astrology at the time, which to certain extent I still am. Uh, but uh, I discovered that I got a Leo rising sign, which was ruled by the suns. And we were chatting. I was chatting one day and somebody said, oh, well, you're quite a sunny person, really, you know. Oh. I thought, oh, could change my name. But then Sonny Wainwright didn't sound quite no. right. And I remember my great-grandmother called Anna Allman. I thought, oh, Sonny Aldman sounds quite right. But it was Allman. And then um, I went to a numerologist. Mm. And they worked out the sort of energy of that mm. name. And they misheard me on the phone and thought that I'd said Sonny Ormond. Yeah. And I said, no, it's actually Sonny Ormond. They went back again, scurried away mm. and looked at the energy of that and came back and said, actually, Sonny Ormond is a, is a, is a better energy. There's kind of less stress mm. with that than there is with Patricia Ware. So that's how, that's how I you became Sonny Ormond. So mm. how, did your, how did your family, how did your mother react? Because presumably your mother and your father chose... Was Pat, Pat. Yeah, Pat. So did they, yeah. did they go all right and start calling yeah. you Sonny straight off? No, probably not to me. They were okay about it because I think um, the, the, my reasoning being I was changing my name because I was an actor and I wanted something mm -hmm. that maybe people might remember before, right. for good or ill, in a very overcrowded profession. So they, they, they were okay about it. My, my mother has actually, because it's years ago I did this, mm. um, does call me Sonny, actually. My dad never did. He was always Pat. He yeah. was always Pat, which is absolutely fine. And yeah. I still have relatives uh, that call me Pat. Quite, you know, absolutely fine, because that's that's what I was, um, the birth name. It was only years later, because I was very, I was young when I did this. And, you know, you're a bit blasé when you're young, aren't you? Mm. you think, oh, I can do all these things. And you don't always think too much um, about. And I, I did think... That might have been a bit painful for my parents, actually, because, you know, when you name a child, as we know, we have children. Yeah. Um, it's kind of an important thing, really. Um, but, but Dad always calls call me Pat. But I don't really resp re respond terribly well to Pat, I've noticed, it, only in the sense of it, it seems such a long way away, yeah. now, that person, in a way. Hmm. Um, Sonny is very much... Um, that's you. Wait, That's uh, so you've answered my next question, which is, mm. you know, do you feel like Pat Wainwright or do you feel uh, like Sunny Orman? I think I feel like Sunny Orman now. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, getting older. The Pat, Pat Wainwright also had issues, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, I mean, when you get married, of course, you know, you change your name, I change you? It. You don't have to. And I think, you know, there's a very good argument for not doing it. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure that I would have done if I'd not liked... Next surname, but I quite like Jane James mm. as a bit of a ring to That's it. Ring. So, mm. yeah, the, it, I can't say it very well. I've got a cold and I'm nasally challenged. It's not Jane James mm. either. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's surprising how many people think I'm James, and I get a lot of people calling me Sir on the phone. Really? Yeah, because I don't think I've got a particularly low voice. No, um, extraordinary. But they just hear the James, I think, and that's that. Um, but yeah, I quite liked. I, I I was very happy about that name yes, change. It's it was, got a nice it's a ring to it. Fag to do it, absolute mm. fag to do it. But I, yeah, I would. I still have feminist principles, but I just mm. like the name. Mm. I like the name. Mm. It's got a lovely ring to it, doesn't it? Because when I first met you, I remember we were at a um, on a sort of training thing, and you had a badge on that said Pat, and I remember saying, <laughs> because I've got a big gob, and. <laughs> And said, "Is that is that mm. your name or an invitation or something?" Because it was sort of pinned to your chest. Yeah. Um, so, but amazing <laughs> you did. You could think yeah, that. amazing you did speak to me again after <laughs> that. Uh, but I've, I've, Pat didn't really suit you. No. Yeah, I was very surprised that that was your yes. name because you didn't seem like a Pat. Yes, yes. I, I, ne I never felt uh, that comfortable with it. I, I'm surprised I wasn't sort of 
it didn't become Trisha or, or Titch because I'm quite oh, small. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. don't know that, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm, Trisha, I could see you as a Trisha. Trisha. So I was quite surprised it didn't get, or Patty or something, it gets shortened to something, but it never did. It was always Bart or Bart, which I, I, um, I, I, I thought, should I change to something more elegant like Patrice? You know, but Patrice. I thought, no, I think we'll go for something completely different. Yeah. Um, sunny. Yeah, and it really, really suits you. Thank you very much. Thank so, you very much. How old were you when you must have been what mid twenties? Mid twenties, I think I was. I was about twenty because I, I do remember at the time talking to casting directors and people like that, and them saying, "You do it now because if you leave it too, you know, too, too late, um, mm. people know you as Pat Wayne." Uh, but and so yeah, so that's that's when I did it, and that was that was that was it. But I was I was called all sorts of strange names. People didn't always quite hear on the phone what you were saying. So somebody called me Sugar Almond once. Oh, Sugar Almond. Because they didn't hear Sunny Almond. Too. Yeah, it's like a stripper name, isn't yes, it? It is really. And then somebody Funny Almond. I always remember on on a funny t- on a tannoy. I was walking into the theatre <laughs> as an actor, and somebody must have come through for me. I don't know. <laughs> Vibrating around the theatre was this tannoy voice saying, "Would Funny Almond please come to the telephone?" Oh. I was so embarrassed. I can't tell you. I, I was when you had Jake and I came to hospital to visit you mm. that I nearly didn't get in because I didn't know which name you were using. So it's like, yes. I'm, I'm one of her yes. best friends. Yes. It's like, hey, what's her name then? Well, was, well she might be Sunny or yes. she might yes. be Pat Wainwright. Yes. She might be Pat Wilson Wainwright. She might be Sunny Wilson Wainwright. But she's some combination of those names. Yes. A little suspicious. Yeah. Who is this person? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think your bank account's yeah, still. Yeah, it's still in my original name. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't go the full way of you know because actually it's very complicated to to, to change it all by deep pearl. It, it, it's oh, hugely right. well. It's just that the, the, it's the reverberations of that with all the other things that you may have you know in life yeah. and passports and God knows what you know. So it was kind of easier. Um, so suppose. maybe it was keeping one foot not one stiletto in the grave, but maybe it was keeping one you know both one names both going. Camps. One foot in both camps. I think I, now if I were getting. Married again, which you know, Nick, I'm not planning to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that would change my name simply because really? it's a real bugger to change your email address. You have to get a completely new email, don't you? Oh, do um, you really? Yeah, yeah. That's so I've got my email address, which is Jane James. Mm. But if I change my name to whatever, right. yeah. Jane, just of Cambridge or whatever it might mm. be, then mm. I'd have to change my email address completely. You can't, you know, you can't edit it, obviously. You've, and that's. Your whole social media then thing it's goes up, goes isn't up the it? pole. Because if you are the Duchess of Cambridge, mm. I mean, she'd have had to go through a whole ho- hoops of all sorts of things when she married William, wouldn't she? You know, with things like that. Mind you, somebody would do it for you, wouldn't they? I expect, the, and I expect the social media bit was the least of her worries, to be honest. Yeah. I've been much too worried about whether I was curtsying with the right foot forward and mm. all of that kind of thing. I should imagine there was a great deal to learn. Huge amount to learn. Yes. I do like her. I think she's an extraordinary. Do you? Yeah, I do. Well, I think to yeah, I think she's um, sort of poise and integrity, and because it's not easy, is it? That I mean, she. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I've never been a princess. It may surprise yes, you, yes, darling. I've never you're been... a princess in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, Pleasure. Mm, yes, yeah, so um, I've never been a princess, so I don't know how easy or difficult it yeah. is. But quite a few of them have come a cropper, haven't they? So mm. yeah, mm. It, it, it can't be as simple as it looks, I suppose. Mm. But do you always get the impression with them they they knew each other for a very long time, didn't they? Before they actually got hitched, in different guises. I mean, when he was you know not well, he was always a prince, but you know when they're at college together and you sort of think I don't know much about them. I'm afraid oh, I'm a sake, bit, Janie, I'm a bit get rubbish a grip. about the royals. Oh, um, get no, a grip. I, I, I should. I'll have to go away and 
read whatever it is you yeah. read, royalty yes. magazine or something, yes. the Daily Mail. I don't know. I'll, yes. I'll try and brush up our morals for well, next I hope, time. I, because we could have a very good conversation about this, couldn't we, with our listeners. So I think you really needed to, you know, I will, you can give on me, this, please. You can give me a quiz. <laughs> That would be a good episode. That would be a very good episode. I want my lunch now. I don't okay. know about you. Yep. Um, so I think we'd... Uh, should we sign off? And, Let's uh, sign off then. Thanks for listening to our One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. If you'd like to see behind-the-scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter at One Stiletto 65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time. 